Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Babe. 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 I'm Laura. And I'm Ryan. And this is... Babe. Babe. Yeah, it's great. That's fun. Yeah, feel, it's a feel. I want to work out to it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I like this song. It's a good song. All right, turn okay. it off. Now. Okay, welcome. <laughs> welcome hi again. Hi, welcome, welcome to, to babe. babe. I have something that I just need to get right out in the open from the jump, which is that I was wrong. Yes. About pink. Well, and also, I-, I was wrong. Can we just play that over and over again on a loop? Because I was you never wrong hear it. It's about the MRI that we it's hear that. It's very rare, but you know what? I can admit it. I can admit when it's true. It just is rarely true. But I was wrong about pink, and I completely misjudged her. Yeah. And I'm here to apologize to her. I'm here to apologize to you guys. What about to Willow, her daughter? I'm here to apologize to Willow. You should apologize to Willow. And I'm here to apologize to Carrie Hart. Yeah, of course. I'm always here to apologize. And Pink's entire family. And now I'm a pink head. (laughs) And I mean, I think we realize like we're all pink on the inside. We're all pink on the inside. So a little backstory. (laughs) We got, in case you like don't know... We had a discussion about pink in the early days of Babe. Yeah, like one of the very first episodes. Yeah. Where I said I, I was, would go to a pink concert. I would. Yeah. And, and Laura I was like, shook. hiss, no. Like, yeah. what? Like, I don't get it. I don't care. Because she's a really good performer and she does all these weird aerial stunts. Yeah. And I knew that. But I was like, oh, maybe it's just like one stunt moment. Like, whatever. No. So then, smash cut to this weekend, <laughs> our friend texts us and he's like, do you want to, do you want, tickets to see pink at the forum yeah and we were like we have to go our friend our friend simon knows the owner of the forum so we were getting really hooked up i mean we were hooked up we got vip seats we got vip box seats where like we sat on a leather couch we also had away from everyone like glassed off there's like one little box in this huge arena that's just like a glassed off like chic zone and they put us in there all by ourselves we We also all to ourselves we had also i felt really bad because there was also a leather couch behind us that we just didn't use that belonged to us Mm -hmm. and then this couple did you see the couple that tried to sit there and jonathan was like no i missed that get away (laughs) Yeah, so Jonathan some people were circling them away. and they were circling. Get, but you know what? No, you're not allowed. No, and God is a DJ. <laughs> we got to go. We had like VIP entrance into the Forum Club, which, which we'd is, never um, heard of before. I've never been there. There's a buffet. There's a all-you-can-eat buffet with cookies, sweets, a baked potato bar, a baked potato. They bar. had like turkey meatloaf. 
It was wild. It was fucking wild. Sarah Michelle Geller and Selma Blair were there. Yeah, living, laughing, loving. Prez Hilton was there. <sighs> well, first of all, can I just say, I did not know what a Pink fan looked like because Pink, to me, her career trajectory actually blows me away because she's never stopped producing number one hits. She, every song that you hear in an Uber is a Pink song. Yeah. Um, but and I don't know anyone who stands her. Like I don't know any pink gays. I I know gays. I think who they're stand, closeted. I know gays who stand for like a pop singer who had a hit in two thousand one, and like <laughs> who literally are like bring her back. Like she had like one mild hit. And they're like well, I stand for her. I and know then, gays who stand for like an old bottle of poppers they found. Oh, on totally. The ground. Yeah. I know gays who like would stand for linoleum if it, <laughs> if it looked at them the right way. But like for some, but no one comes no out one of their closet about, for pink. No one cares about pink. Like no gays care about pink. And like I was like, what kind of pink? Like what kind of gays stand for pink? Well, first of all, the lesbians do. Tons of lesbians. Yeah, it was um, a great lesbian contingency. There was a lot of like soccer moms, like who had their wild night out and yeah. were like there to get trashed and like mm-hmm. had tattoos and came from like you know like Aliso Viejo or whatever the fuck. Reseda. Yeah. Res- <laughs> <laughs> um. And then there was like, then let's see, like the gays though were TBD. I have to say the gay men that pink attracts are a little like unclear. They're to me. a little aggressive. They're, they're it's Perez like, Hilton. It's like Perez Hilton and then like a, like a loud gay and like a sparkly like bomber. Yeah. Which I'm like, whoa. But it's what's, like, it's gays that wear bombers jackets. Yeah. Like either shiny or sparkly, but they're here to make a statement. What's weird about Pink is that her politics are so progressive and she's so outspoken, but her music is sort of, it's so anthemic and kind of like radio friendly that it, it just appeals to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like her whole brand, like she's very relatable and she's very authentic. And I feel like people, like she's kind of like the every woman. Yeah. I don't know. So she appeals to like, you know, everyone. everyone. Yeah. Well, so she doesn't seem like she's above it, even when she literally is not, above it on aerial stunts. Yeah. Like I did not know. I knew that Pink like fucked with like a Cirque du Soleil vibe, but I did not know that she was. And I'm not kidding you. On par with Beyonce as oh, a absolutely. performer. Yeah. Like it belting out songs. Belting never, out songs. Never missed singing a note. Upside down from a chandelier <laughs> and just like blah, and then like <laughs> laughing and then like singing again. She has a great fucking voice. She never sounded like she never missed. She wasn't even attached to things. Like, no, I know. She's like just free balling. She had one where she truly was not attached to something and like a guy's penis was like lifting her up. Yeah. Literally. Like Pink is lit, and I highly recommend that everyone go see her beautiful trauma tour. Yeah. I laughed. I cried. I wept at one point. You did. She has this whole like PowerPoint (laughs) presentation about her daughter that really got to me, but then she has another one about just like living your truth and like love and love making the world go round and like getting up and fighting. And I was like, wait, Pink is my... She's truly empowering. She's my guru. Yeah. I oh, thought I she was a babe, but she's actually a babe. Yeah, she's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Yeah, and I would go see her again. Of course, I would never pay for it. But no, 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 no never, no, 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 no. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, if someone has, if someone you know knows the owner of the forum and invites you, yeah, to you go, go. In these glass whenever box seats, you go, whenever you get like free pop star tickets, you always you have always to go have to go because it's a spectacle no matter what. She did a cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" that blew me away. We all like scream sang. The thing is that her music is truly all over the place. Cause like, 
What? Did you know that Gwen Stefani came out oh, at I one know. point? I didn't even realize. Wait, wait. wait, she was there. She was on the stage. What? Yeah. No, I think she was there the no. night before. Really? Yeah. Because she came out the night before. I don't think she came out oh, the night we were there. Out. Oh, because I was like. No, because I saw she went out, but it was the night before. It was? Are you yeah. sure? I'm pause. Did she play? I think she came out. No, I don't think so. Did Pink play two dates yeah, in LA? Two dates. I think. I think so, yeah. Okay, wait. I'm Googling it because I will lock. Because I got <laughs> home and then saw like Pink coverage on the Daily Mail and she had played the I'm Just a Girl right. cover. And like, I think that then they the were like, before. Gwen Stefani joined Pink. And I was like, Ugh. wow. Like, Gwen I Stefani. truly. Ugh. If Gwen Stefani came out, Ugh. she's too much of a babe for me to even see I and care. register. I, like, I was she, like, I my brain just shut off and like wouldn't let me well, see Well, we that. don't we don't see her anymore. No. We don't talk to her anymore. We don't talk about her Gwen, anymore. Gwen, I feel like personally victimized and betrayed by her. Yeah. Totally. Truly. Um, she's like pop star garbage that was trying to be like cool and like DTF, but she really just like wanted like to like live her Beverly Hills lifestyle with like her weird fame hungry boyfriend. Yeah. No. She's like, rather than like live one. her life with her bisexual cutie, Gavin Rousdale. Willow came out her daughter. She came out like licking a lollipop. <laughs> Loved yeah. her. Dude. <laughs> I think that intro is so pretty. <laughs> What? I think one of the prettiest things that we're heard. You go, it's the most beautiful song I've ever heard. Pink's aesthetic is also all over the place. There's no through line. No, there's no through line. I don't know. I can't find it. Anyways. Whatever. Who cares? Gwen Stefani is a... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if someone got me Gwen Stefani tickets, I probably wouldn't go. I actually would not go. I'd probably go. Nah. If mm. Well, I don't know. If she played any of her new music, I'd be like, no. But Gwen is not like a performer. Like Gwen kind of is a little bit, right? She's just hot. Is she even hot? She is hot. But she's all like she just is like diets and exercises and then looks hot and then it she trades off of like she got so much mileage out of her like 90s persona right. that like she could just trade off of that for years and still does. But I don't think she like brings it in the sense that it's like, she's not going to like, she's just not, I like don't see it. Her last album was a fucking who cares. Let's move on. I don't even know what it was. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pink is everything yeah. to me and I love her. I ate so much. I went to the forum. I already ate dinner cause I didn't know what the food scenario was going to be. So I already had a salad and then I got there and I was like, wait, and I just ate a second dinner. I had meatloaf. I had a baked potato. I had Two cupcakes. I had a cookie. I mean, I was like full on bingey Cohan. Yeah, I did not eat because, like, I didn't eat before because I was banking on the fact that there would be food I there. Know. It's so weird that you like thought that, and then you were because well, right. I've known people that have gone into that zone, and mm-hmm. then they like I heard that there's buffets. Like I heard rumors oh, wow. of buffets, and 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 I'm a little fact about me. <laughs> I love a buffet. It's like one of my favorite things of all time. Really? You know what oh, I love a buffet. <laughs> I don't love a buffet. I used to go. I get too gluttonous. I turn into like Augustus oh, Gloop. I go full gloop. I, I go, go full Augustus Gloop. Gloop. Yeah. Yeah. When well, I was little, Augustus Gloop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was little, my parents belonged to the Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club, and we'd go there every Sunday for their buffet. And uh, it was like Christmas morning. And my mom would like, she would be like, what are you doing? Like you have like 
a plate piled high with food like you're being a glutton you're never yum, gonna yum, eat yum, that. Yum, 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 yum. and i'd be like lay off i'm starving <laughs> lay off man i'm starving no i live for a buffet so oh. then we got there and i quickly surveyed the scene identified that there was like cookies ryan stop. i'm sorry i'm like blowing up stop I'm so... Can you put your phone away? Yeah. I always have to now reprimand you and make you be a professional on these podcast episodes. Sorry. I'm just torn in so many different directions. This is your job. Just so many different directions. (laughs) Um... So then we got there, and then I saw that there was a baked potato bar, and it was over. And then I resolved. I and then beyond that, there was like a secret buffet in the back. I know with like chicken pot pie and turkey meatloaf. And I, I was like, "Don't I mind if I do." Like blacked out, and then there was like a ton of tragic gays, like pretzel and the, there that were just eating salad. Yeah, and I was just like, "Honey, mm-mm. I was like, this is not the place." Pretzel is truly like ghoulish in real life. He looks scary. His energy like makes my teeth chatter. Like I like my teeth was chattering, and I didn't know wine and i looked over and it was because of him yeah he's a <laughs> babe <laughs> no he's like i can't even finish the word it's like he's a ba <laughs> <laughs> he's like a he's like a whisper a ba. babe where you don't like i'm actually he's a ba with a ba. of you like pissing him off because i just feel like he's like no, a wrathful put a, like, like, like by the way like you're like your audio equipment just stops working and you're like no like i'm afraid yeah you trying you when you come for like a power gay it deeply unsoothes me i'm sorry like i think perez hilton is a powerless gay like i think he's a laughing stock (laughs) we gotta move on Oh, anyways moving on what else is going on what else is going on oh my get my wish list has exploded in a way that i truly didn't even wait and i want to talk about this because i'm all for her getting stuff that's Stop, fine Stop! don't no 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 you're I'm, here to rain on my parade no, no 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 i'm all good i just look laura told me that she got three dip tea candles and that really hurt me because i like dip tea candles and why don't i get any that's the thing like why am i not getting any dip? like i don't you, know, you can buy them hard. for yourself no i can't they're a lot of money i'm not like working on a network television show anymore yeah but that didn't that hasn't stopped you <laughs> that hasn't slow i haven't seen that <laughs> slow you down <laughs> i love that excuse but i also call bullshit on that excuse okay. and you're turning red you know it it's yeah <laughs> well anyway the point Ryan is goes, ryan's pretty jealous of the wish list like came into my apartment well, no, i'm not jealous of like I'm only honestly jealous of the dip tea candles. And serious, because you know candles are like my no, I know are my weak spot. I know, and I resent having to pay for them. So if I could get one for free, that would be amazing. I don't know how to set up a wish list, but if you want to go to Laura's wish list and say this candle is for Ryan, like in the gift note section, that would be honestly amazing. Don't troll no, me. No, that would be amazing. And honestly, I would do something for you, like maybe send you a video or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That was the saddest, like, ploy I'm just saying, for a dip candle I've ever I know, heard. I know. I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> Look, I don't... Ryan's reached new I don't know how to set up a wish list. I don't. I, I like but if to, you put it in a note... If you send me a candle that's... Uh, if you send me a gift and say, this is for Ryan, guess where that gift is going? To me. In my apartment. No! <laughs> you No, if you get one for me, you have to give it to me. You have to... Well, I know, but I'm trolled by that. I now I know someone's gonna do it because it's like a troll. Yeah, but I please, hope that if they... you want to troll Lara, please get me a dip tea candle. And my favorite scent is the fig, but I would be open to jasmine as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? Nothing. The jasmine one's really good. Is it good? We felt, we felt like it was overpowering, no, but then it burns well. No, it's overpowering at first when you open it, but then mm. it burns so nicely, it burns really and it nicely. creates the beautiful jasmine scent that, that we, we so need crave. and love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've yet to find like the best scented jasmine like perfume, I know. or I know. even a candle there like while it is like super soothing it there is a manufactured element or like a bite to it there always not is like of course you know like the jasmine that's like kind of sickly sweet yes that's the smell that i want wait what the jasmine smells no i wouldn't say it's sickly sweet the one because we have jasmine outside of our apartment yeah it does and not smell sickly sweet it's like it smells floral like jasmine but then like the after smell of it is like this kind of like sweet like thick scent yeah i guess i i don't know i think it's like really understated and, and like chic and like profound i know well i wasn't saying that it wasn't that <laughs> i'm saying i love jasmine it's my favorite scent and these are the notes that i experience when i listen to them so you like the jasmine dip tea candle no i love it i Great. love the scent of jasmine i'm just Great. saying i haven't I've well, then yet I, want to one, find... I want one too but so maybe get me jasmine first and fig second i Oh my god! Now can I they, feel like you're not they, gonna get. I feel like you just they, alienated the readers. Why? What do you mean? I just I have I have a I had a psychic feeling that you achieved. Like okay. I heard, I felt people's minds. Be now like, you're putting I felt a curse people, on it. No, now you're when you were talking about it. Stop! I literally you can't do this. Laura, people. You put a curse on like, things. Oh yeah, I'm an you're order like bibbity boo, bibbity bobbity boo. I, when you talk just now, I felt those people change their minds, and I don't think you're getting it. Again. No, please. Okay, but let me know. Okay, we gotta You'll move let me know. on. Okay. Okay. So the wish list also is kind of like it's becoming a troll because I have so many boxes. She in looks my like apartment. A, you look like it's a fucking like a Office Depot. It's like here. it's like the beginnings of hoarder. Like I last it's night scary. I came home, I was like kind of stoned, and I was like, oh, this is how hoarding. You were stoned happens. last night. Yeah. When? Uh. I like I smoked weed and then I was stoned. You smoked weed on your date last night? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I just hit the vape pen. <laughs> like inside the restaurant? No, on the oh. street. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyways. Um, Laura went on a date last night. I no, did no, 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 it. no, no, no. I don't want to talk no, no, about it. We're not it. going to. You didn't let me finish. I said, Laura went on a date last night and I did an Instagram story live. <laughs> <laughs> and, and i was on the date while ryan was instagram storing but my date had gone to the bathroom and so as soon as i pulled out my phone it said ryan o'connell is live and then i was like this fucking bitch and then went on <laughs> i couldn't hear anything you were saying that might be better that way yeah i think so i got this i was like oh she's in her bed on live. i know how many people tuned in <laughs> it was like 35 <laughs> it was pathetic i, saw that. I, I supported if it got bigger I supported everyone that went in there. They were vocal. I have to say, they kept the questions That's all coming. That matters. They're very engaged. It's all about being a micro influencer, as we know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One time I did an Instagram live, the only time I've ever done it, and two people tuned in. We did one when we were in New York, right? When we went to watch What Happens Live. Oh, yeah. We did. We got pretty, yeah. For a second. For a second. Um, no, I had three margaritas last night, which to me is like the magic number. And I like went home and I was like, woo! like party in my bed woo like like and i just wanted to like engage <laughs> she's allergic yeah i'm allergic to, to me that. doing that mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh but it was fun and i'm i see a lot more instagram live 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 yeah i need future. to start going live yeah they're fun i want to do like lot instagram live and then do like numerology readings <laughs> um Ugh. really yeah <laughs> 
allergic to that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the gifts that I got on my wish list were so I did this thing where I went to Goop and then looked cross referenced everything that they sell in the Goop store with Amazon oh, and really? then put it on my wish list. Yeah, which so Amazon had a lot of it. I got this amazing animal spirit guidebook. That was on Goop? Yeah. Okay. They're really like digging at the bottom of the barrel. No, they're not. They just want, they had a whole article about spirit animals. And that's when I found out that your spirit animal was a narwhal, remember? <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I went to, I went to look up, I went, found this website that has a spirit animal for everyone's birthday. Uh-huh. My spirit animal is a squirrel. Wow. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't There's know. plenty of squirrels remember. outside your apartment. Maybe they feel attracted to you. I know. Yeah, they probably do. I'm the They're squirrel. Like, come with us. Our squirrel master. <laughs> our, our sister, come with us to our queen. They're like, we come betting Um. So I want to read your. I want to read your spirit animal card. Okay. Go pull ahead. one for you. Sure. You. Last what? night I pulled some for myself and I got buffalo. What I don't which just... means overcoming uh challenges, which okay, is cool. That's incredibly vague, but yeah, sure. Okay, anyways, I'm gonna shuffle. Okay. How does this work? While I shuffle, you think of you need to think of a, like just think about your life and your choices. Oh my god. <laughs> Fine. I don't believe in any of this stuff for the record. So I'm thinking that I should do Instagram lives of me reading people's spirit animal cards sure it sounds like a colossal waste of time <laughs> i can light all my dip tea candles and just shut get up going. i'm so triggered or if you have a question That's you want to t- ask the card a troll tea candle dip troll <laughs> what Okay, cut the deck in three places. I can't do this. I have cerebral palsy. (laughs) (laughs) Look, one. There we go. And then do one more. There. Good boy. All right. Now Ryan's going to choose his spirit animal card. Okay, what do I do? Choose a card. Oh, it's a mouse. <laughs> That's insulting. What is a mouse? You got a mouse. Okay. Let's see. Uh, mouse. Detail-oriented, small-minded, nitpicky, nervous. Oh, that's, that makes sense. The mouse has an innate desire to tend to the details. It often spends its days fixing, preparing, organizing, and scrutinizing. Unfortunately, a mouse personality doesn't notice when they've gone too far. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Soon they begin to have a limited and fearful vision of life and try to control every detail. <gasps> this can be quite a painful experience That's for both me. the mouse and those around them. Well, no shit. When mouse's energy is at play, step back for a moment. It may be time to find a more purposeful project to delve into, one that's worthy of your exacting eye. When in balance, you're organized, resourceful, and prepared. When out of balance, you're busy with no purpose. That's me. To bring into balance a mean- <clears throat> Wait, that's me. To bring into balance a meaningful project. That's so me. That's like why I was looking for a house. I was just like bored. I was like literally like restless. Yeah, I, know. I was restless and I needed something to put my energy into. And so I was like, I know what you'll do. And then I realized, oh, there were like there were like less expensive hobbies than like buying a house. Yeah. 
Now You're the only person I know that would buy a house out of boredom. But Not you boredom, restlessness. <laughs> They're different. Wow, you're a mouse, mouse energy at play. I'm a mouse. You're a mouse. What if I just live? What if I secretly lived inside the walls? I feel like you do. I hear I'm you like, scuttling around. I know. I'm like Nate, Jonathan, and then he's like Nate, and then I just like turn into a mouse and then go inside. Okay, now I'm. I should do I like do cheese. it for myself now? Um. I guess. To do one a day? Do you believe in the animal spirit guidebook? No. Should I? <laughs> God. I'm Mara, deeply offended. We're always looking for something to believe in. I Guess oh, what? I'm connected. for something to believe in. <laughs> <laughs> what is that voice? I like it. I don't know. See, I know I'm really good at voices. You're you not. You fucking believe me. <laughs> Terrible. So fucked up. I did a new voice for Jonathan the other day, and he loved it. What was it? I don't know. I forgot. Ryan thinks he's really good at doing voices. I really want to get into voices. Do voiceover. I want to do voiceover. Work. Well, do what your do your voice. I don't know. I don't well, know. Then- I don't know the one. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what it was. It was like it was like old lady. Maybe it wasn't like it wasn't far from my darling, my darling. I don't think it was like that far from that. <laughs> My darling, my darling, do the scream. What is it? My darling. No. <laughs> <laughs> my darling. <laughs> my darling. <laughs> he hate that. <laughs> my darling. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not doing it right. I don't think that. I, I don't know. <laughs> I but I'm like, really good at voices. Yeah, we heard your whole repertoire just now. I can do more. I just need the wings to fly. Oh wait, do you always looking for something to believe in? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lara, always looking for something to believe in. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Always looking for something to believe in. <laughs> You, I'm telling you, I'm good. But your voice talent is only, you can say one sentence or one phrase. I know, and then I can't go past it. And then that's, it. there's nothing beyond that. It's not like you I could do maybe, a character. Uh, maybe we'll go out for lunch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, then I lose it. It fell apart. It fell apart. They're really, don't look at them too quickly, too, too long. They'll start to crumble. Okay. Okay, I'm going to pull a card for myself. I'm going to reshuffle. Do, 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 do. Energy, wow. do, 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 What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> what about us? What about all the things we do now? Um. Oh my God, a dolphin. That tracks. Love. What does that mean? Let's find out. Let's find out. Let's find out. Like our location. Wait, wait, what is it? (laughs) (laughs) We're really just doing lots of voices today. We're doing lots of voices. You're seeing our other talented side. I'm channeling recently. Great. (laughs) What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay. God is a DJ. Life is a bathroom. Uh, Innately intelligent healer, light, blessings. The gifts of the dolphin are beyond what our human minds can grasp. Oh, great. Dolphin personalities are often drawn to the healing arts as they are sensitive to the subtle and enjoy working 
on the level of spirit. It's easy for dolphin types to underestimate the impact they make in the world. These creatures play such an important role in the wheel of karma that coming in contact with the dolphin type will change the entire course of your day and thus your life. This card can also indicate a profound blessing is on the way. More diptyque candles. For me. When in balance, active healer, strong spiritual practice. When out of balance, underestimates own power to bring into balance like-minded spirits. In that case, I'm like, get out. <laughs> I disassociated during that whole reading. I was like, nate, nate. I do know that. kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> remember her song, though? She didn't sing it at the concert, but remember that song, God as a DJ? She was singing that when we left. We missed God as a DJ. No, no. She was singing, um, na, 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 I'm going to start a fight. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. It was so what? That was so what? Oh, okay. Na 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 na. start a fight with Jonathan. That's when we be like na 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 na. Um, no, it was God is a DJ. Life is a bathroom. I mean, it wasn't like mm-hmm. I don't know. Where God the- is a DJ and life is a bathroom. <laughs> Truly. <It's real. laughs> um. So, what else do we want to talk about? I want to talk about Tavi. In the 300 Ashland oh, saga. Oh, yeah. Which is, thank The saga God. has come to an end. So I saw, I was on my Uber yesterday and saw Tavi post that. And I just like, a wave of ecstasy went through me. And I immediately just commented, thank God this national nightmare is over with 300 Ashland coming to an end. Should I read the Instagram? Yeah, read it. Okay. Um, Hold on a second. Because we talked about this before. Oh, here we go. Goodbye, 300 Ashland. And hashtag apartment stories. Thanks for being my home for the last year. <laughs> I'll miss views like this one, but be back for the new Bam Brooklyn screens, the branch of Brooklyn Library, and everything else at Two Trees NY has planned for this spot. Hashtag 300 Ashland Partner. Um, this old song and dance again? I'm so fucking over it. First of all, she never lived at 300 Ashland. I'm a 300 Ashland truther. Yeah, you First are. First of all, why are people not more up in arms about this? Why am I the only one that cares? You're the only one that cares, it, but I admire and respect your passion for this. And when I saw that post last night, too, I was like, good Lord. Thank God this is fucking over. Thank God this ruse is up. I love, though, that she carried it out. She's like carried it to total fruition like i know and is now closing the chapter by being like i'm moving out she never fucking lived there because i have a friend who like knows her and is like yeah she lives in the west village lol so i'm a a fucking tavi truther like and also she shouldn't live at 300 ashland that's fucking weird to be a celebrity being like hey i live at 300 ashland like yeah come hang out like Like, you would not actually i like you would never advertise your address that's not a public figure yeah like come be my neighbor mm-hmm. so we can like hang out in the fucking apartment like the the elevator like no so like she never I lived love there. like moving out but also I love that she like actually like there was like what like but it was like a model apartment like it was just like it was like fake but it was like full of her favorite things maybe she got to go there on the weekends or something I, maybe babe. she had an apartment there well she definitely had an apartment there like full of her stuff cuz she would instagram photos of it but like but like maybe it was just like a date. Maybe it was like a workspace. Honestly, I, the whole thing is fascinating, and I really want to know how it works because I would love to partner with our building <laughs> and then get free rent. <laughs> Anyone? Yeah, it just like looks at, like you just like take a picture of like black mold. 
Yeah. We're like, hashtag happy to live here. We should hashtag start hashtag our so partnership blessed. where we just take pictures of like the crumbling <laughs> the walls. Crumbling walls. Yeah. The, like the weird crack in my ceiling that we don't know what it's from, but we're like, anyways. Did you ever figure out your ceiling? No. Oh, love. <laughs> Did it stop smelling weird? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, I want to know if anyone has truly the inside scoop with Tavi and Thrid and Ashlyn, please email us because I want to know what it means to like fake live in an apartment for a year. Like, well, I think they pay you. Well, of course, but like, how did she get all her stuff there? Like, I guess she is like, she is, I don't know, it's like full of her personal belongings, but like, she didn't live there. Maybe she was Instagramming from her actual apartment in the West Village no, and just saying it was it. I know that, but like, it had to be through the National because like, it had to be comparable to like what was in the unit. Like, it had to be. In the unit. So maybe she just had like a Brooklyn weekend apartment. All right. But like, also, like, why would Tavi do this? Money. Does she need money? Everyone needs money. That's true. You're <laughs> right. And I feel like the more you get, the more you want. Yeah. The more That's you get, profound. more money, more money, more problems. No, just like no money, more money. Yeah. But like you start, your life starts to expand when you have money and then you have to make Well, your more overhead money. gets bigger. Yeah. And then you can't imagine living any other way. You're if like, someone came you're to like, you, I can't live for, le- for less than $8,000 a month. If 300 Ashlyn came to you and asked you to be a partner, would you do it? Yeah, of course I would. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'd be like, I love 300 Ashlyn. I want you My to be a partner away with from them, home. And I would, I would literally live in LA. West, yeah, I yeah. would live in West Hollywood. And I would like take pictures at the Fairfax flea market and be like, I love the Brooklyn flea. <laughs> it's like clearly Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for you to be like, pull like just a ruse that's like i'm moving back to new york to live in 300 ashland yeah, and then, and my full-time job yeah. is to live in this fucking apartment. you need a meaningful project <laughs> i love brooklyn winter days it's like boiling hot 100 degrees like palm trees in the background i'm like i love brooklyn <laughs> um yeah so 300 ashland we're the era is over i'm just glad the end that, of an era i'm glad that we don't have to be fed this bullshit anymore I wonder what will happen next. I think Toby will continue living in her fucking apartment that she's always lived in. Yeah. And we're going to stop being lied to. I love that. I like Toby and she's a friend. <laughs> <laughs> she's a dear friend. I'm shuddering. She's a friend. I'm bone chilled. I remember like when I first moved to LA and I was around TV writers, like someone was trashing someone and um, the per- a person went, she's a friend. And that's something people say a lot here. No, no, she's a friend. No, she's a friend. My dear friend. <laughs> My dear friend Gwyneth. No, I love Tavi. I love Tavi too. I mean, I think that she needs to stop hanging out with like intellectual Brooklyn girls with bad personalities, but like, <laughs> you know. Like what are, who? What are you going to do? There's people. Oh, okay. I can't name Ryan's names. being shady today on the podcast. What else is new? <laughs> We're going to get in trouble. I've already gotten in so much trouble. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't know any pink lyrics except for that one. So that's what you get from Well, me. you also know. I actually Okay. There's one song she has that's called Secrets where she just literally goes. Like literally it's like. She just says weird shit. Um, so I'm off on a journey this coming Tuesday. I'm going to Oklahoma to help my mom move. Right. Which is... It's going to be a troll. It's going to be a troll. It's going to be... It's, like, not going to be, like, a fun vacay. It's going to be stressful and emotional. Yeah. 
like I didn't realize because I my mom is moving out of the house that I grew up in and she's lived in I think she's lived there for like 40 years or something like it's like oh she's or no not 40 not 40 yeah babe that's no uh, yeah 40 no not 40 babe I'm 34 so she lived there before you were born yeah Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that's what the house that she got in post-divorce. No, this is the house that I was oh, born I into and grew up in. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Aww. So, like, she's wanted to sell the house for a long time, and I thought that I'd, like, come to terms with, like, whatever, and then she was going through the whole process, and then it was, like, we were packing the last time I was home and, like, selling stuff on Craigslist, and then... It just hit me like last week, I think I was just like, oh, fuck, like this is over. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to move out of this house. I'll never go back there. Like this chapter is done. Right. And like, it's like the end of my 300 Ashland store. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just weird to think about. Like I thought I, and that this always happens to me where I'm like, I'm ever, I don't care. And And then then like, like, it comes rushing back to me. Right. How many boys did you hook up with in that house? Um, four, Mm, but three of them were boyfriends and one was like, just a friend. (laughs) (laughs) I always feel weird. Like my mom lives in Eureka and she has my full size bed from when I was in senior in high school still there. That you sleep on? Yeah. Like when I'm there, I sleep on the full size bed and it's like, that's that's the bed I lost my virginity in. And I'm always like, Ooh, itchy. Oh my God. It's like memories of bad sex. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, I like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, it's just, it's it's, a lot. It's a lot. It's weird. And I think what's the most going to be a lot is probably just dealing with your mom and being there for her. Cause I feel like she's going to be going through it. Yeah. I think it's going to be just like intense all around. We're starting that it's at the age where we're starting to become caretakers for our parents. Yeah. Cause they're like not well. (laughs) No. And like it, it was like, it was kind of a perfect storm, like right before my birthday, where I was like, okay, I'm getting another year older, which like I'm not bothered by, but it also is just like I become very aware of my own mortality. And then with my parents getting older, like I'm aware of their mortality and it all just starts to feel very hopeless because I'm like, really going to die. Are yeah. you going to see Butch when you're there? Duh. He's my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, fuck him. <laughs> Well, you never know. You never know, but no, I'm going to see everyone. You're getting the talks done. I'm going to get a little more Botox, maybe so, more if I can, <laughs> if I can swing it. What are you going <laughs> to? I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to get done? I don't know. We'll see. Ugh, don't go too crazy, babe. You know me. I don't go crazy with that type, that kind of shit. But yeah, it's like this is a new phase of life. Parents yeah. are getting older. Parent and crazier. Like, crazier i think crazier for sure. yeah and you just start to realize like your parents are fragile people my mom's in town and she she just texted me like she you know there's always 21 questions so she's coming over today we're spending the day together again 21 questions Mm -hmm. she was like text me your address and i was like okay great and then today she was like can you text me your address again i think i deleted it Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like classic fucking move just a weird text delete how do you even do that (laughs) i don't even know how to delete texts she just like saw it and was like this made too much sense let's erase it (laughs) my mom like like loves slow internet like she gets like the cheapest (laughs) possible internet at her current house and like when we when i was there i was just like this is a nightmare because like my entire life involves like having to upload shit to the internet of course and like 
it was just so slow. It's like dial-up speed. And I was like, this is hell. And so when she was moving in to her new house, like I trolled her about her internet constantly. But then when she decided to move into this house that she's moving into, she was like, oh, and I'll get faster internet maybe. And I was like, hallelujah. And then we talked on the phone and I was like, is the are the cable people coming to install your internet like right. before I get there because I'm going to need it to like do work or else I'm going to have to like I guess go to like a Starbucks I don't know I guess and, like I don't want to do that and she's like yeah what speed should I get and I was like just get the fastest possible speed like I don't understand people that don't have the fastest possible internet do yeah, you no, it's, no but i think that with your mom does she even go on the internet that much she doesn't care Wait, but you, i don't understand like not caring can you about tell the story of that text thread that she said that was you guys were on or is that too <laughs> weird it's so funny it's lol i does your mom listen to babe no i don't think so I don't know. Is it weird? No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's funny. It's it was really funny to me. It's hilarious, but it's not fun. I don't think it's funny to her. <laughs> but she doesn't listen to Babe. Look at me. I'm such an asshole. Yeah, you're I'm like an asshole. You're trying to start drama no, right before I go. It's really home. funny. Well, she doesn't listen to Babe. Who cares? I don't think she knows how to listen to podcasts. No, neither do my parents. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, yeah it's just like a. They don't. A, they don't get it. I have very limited bandwidth to like explain things. Yeah. Like it for some reason. And they're better off not listening. Yeah. No, it's good for them. They don't not, need to. Li- to yeah. They don't hear. need to listen. But like parents like asking you questions about technology for me is like my kryptonite. That's like right. will immediately turn me into like a Gila monster. Right. Like it's done. Right. The second my mom's like, show me this. Like it's like over. If she has to like sign, put her email as a sign up for anything, I'm just like, good, good luck. Like I'm going to die. I get, I get tired so easily being around my family. I feel like I get chronic fatigue syndrome. Like I enter the, I enter my grandma's house and I'm like, I take to the bed immediately. I'm just like, night, night. I literally <laughs> could sleep for 12 hours because there's no stimulation whatsoever. Yeah. There's no like a, stimulation. It's just, you're just dead. Kind of like here. Now I'm forced to be around these people again. So my grandma has Alzheimer's, which is very sad. But of course, with anything really, really tragic and and hard to process, I always look for lols because yeah. that's just what I do. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's who I am. It's, it's how I am. <laughs> it's, the lens, it's the lens of which I see the world. <laughs> um, no, but so basically, like everyone talks about Alzheimer's and how you know it makes you lose your mind very slowly, and there's no <laughs> dignity. But I really believe that everyone around you also loses their minds because you're being so. The person with Alzheimer's is being so insane. Mm-hmm. So like. The thing about I've noticed about Alzheimer's, like, at least with my grandma, is that she has no Brita on that brain of hers. Like, there's no filter. Yeah. Like, it is just straight up tap water brain for days. I love. My grandma's never been much of a filter kind of girl. No. She's the reason why I lost 30 pounds three or, three or four years ago, because she looked at me and said, your face looks swollen. Oh, never mind. You're just getting fat. <laughs> She said it actually in a very loving way. My grandma's actually Grandma's loving, love to... She's very loving. Yeah. Like, my grandma's extremely loving, but she's also just extremely blunt. She's always been... My grandmother way. lovingly told me that I was fat, like, all they back do, in the day. Like, all they do is poke and prod you constantly, and, like, your, you, your body is under a goddamn microscope. Yeah. Like, they're just like, what's this? What's that? What's this? What's that? Like, do you think that it's, like, it's just, like... I don't know what it is. I feel they like... They feel like a weird sense of ownership over your body. Well, because you're, like, of them, essentially. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's like, Jesus yeah, but, Christ. And also, like, I think when you get to be old and your body is, like, shutting down, you get really interested in other people's bodies. Right. I guess like, so. 
I now look at babies and I'm just like fascinated by babies because I'm like and like toddlers because mm. it's like they're just like little squishes and then toddlers have just endless energy and like throw their bodies all around and it's like fascinating to me. So I could see myself becoming a grandma and then being like, you look fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was always What's like that, that mole. She was always like that, but now she's extra like that. Yeah. And um, it was really funny because my sister just went through a devastating breakup, so much so that like when she came to my apartment, I like walked in and she was just like sobbing. <laughs> she mm. was just like going through it. And my grandma, you know, she can't remember anything. So she asked her the same question over and over again <laughs> every five minutes. And so my grandma will be like, where's your boyfriend? And so my sister will have to retell her breakup story over Oh my god. Alzheimer's is, is truly just a troll a disease troll. in every like, sense. Where's that boy from yours? And my, my sister's like, I'm I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I've already told you. Please stop. Please. Do you, when your grandma asks a question, do you say, I told you already? No. I just, I'm like, you're like I told you already, you fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> If someone said, is she aware that she asked the same question over no. and over? So you don't well, just like what's, let- what it's also it's a double whammy because not only does she not remember anything, she can't hear. Uh, so so you have to yell. Oh, so it's literally like you have to yell the same thing over and over again. It's insane. It's crazy making. It actually it gets to be crazy making, and you begin to feel like such an asshole because you actually are like shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's literally like you have to say the same thing over and over again. How like, like every five minutes? Yeah, she'll be like, "Where do you live again?" I'll be like, "West Hollywood." <laughs> you're like, "I'm gay." <laughs> Does she know you're gay? Yeah, she doesn't she, forget that. She asked me if <laughs> it's I hard to forget. She, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She asked me if I just finished school, which no, never, you know, well, the school of life, long time. we're never done. Yeah. <laughs> school of life. School of life. We're always learning. Yeah. We're always taking classes. <laughs> always looking for that degree. Um, but she's still functional. Like she lives alone. No, she has caretakers. Well, she's, oh, okay. in a, she's in a weird, she's okay. So this is the part that scares me. I have an aunt Fern. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Um, I had a great aunt Fern. Who's truly, she's my great aunt Fern. Uh, um Twins. she's truly 130 years old like she's probably like the woman from like she looks probably like the woman from drag me to hell the, the, the gypsy at this point <laughs> and um she has had alzheimer's for like 30 years uh, and she just like won't die she's just like mm. and so 30 years my thing is where's like, fern she's in oregon she's does she live alone no i think she's in a home now okay she, but but with my grandma i really worry because um, she's in really great health yeah. like physically. Yeah. So it's like, and it's just, there's no, it's no way to live. I mean, it really, it's so tragic. It's so, but she's going to be, so right now she, um, she has caretakers. It's just, it's such a sad way. It's, it's, ugh, it's so fucking sad, but, um, she might be going to Palm Springs and going to like a home, but not like a, 
Like, because she's very functional still. Yeah. Like, one-on-one, she's actually extremely lucid. And also, she's funny. Yeah. She still can be funny. Like, she picks up on the weirdest shit where you're like, oh, my God. But then she can't remember what she said one minute ago. It's, <sighs> her short-term memory is just gone. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's going to go to a home where she'll be around people her own age. And I feel like that will be good because right now she's just so isolated, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It's such a, it's so so fucked up. It's fucked up. You don't like realize you, cause like there's no dignity realize about getting older until you're kind of halfway old. Yeah. And then looking at it, looking at it, there's no dignity. It's, it's so sad and she's so depressed and I don't blame her because she's, She's in a place where it was really sad. She asked this thing. She asked my sister and I, she was like, where, where's my husband? And her honey, her husband died 30 years ago. And we had to be like, you're, and I'd never seen her be that bad before. Never. Yeah. And me and my sister were just like, Oh, like a tooth just like fell out of my mouth. And I was just like, um, he's been dead for 30 years. Like it was like, and then she Ryan. she could she could see I mean I didn't say that. We were just like, oh, he passed we were more delicate than that. But <laughs> he's fucking dead. Get over it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so then Wait, I'm not So then but this is really spooky. So then she saw how scared me and my sister were that she asked that because it was so crazy mm-hmm. that she was like she was like, oh, she felt really embarrassed and she goes, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've just, I've scared you both. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So she has moments where she's loose enough to realize that she's losing her mind and she gets freaked out by that. And it's like, it's really mind fucking. Like she's not all, she's not all the way gone now. Like she still recognizes me. She's never not recognized me. And, um, like, so she still has one foot in the normal brain door. And so it's like this weird, it's this weird mind fuck limbo scenario yeah it's 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 incredibly cruel it's the worst way to go i swear to god if it fucking happens to me just i'm gonna fucking dose myself with like black tar heroin and like, go night night i'm just like there's no there's not that's no way to live it's yeah just, there's no way to live i mean i'm not saying i want to do that with my grandma i'm just saying like <laughs> you know that's something i would choose for myself and my mom said the same thing she goes honey if this ever happens to me Let's get this party started. Oh, yeah. My dad is constantly referencing how he wants everyone to pull the plug on him. (laughs) Like, apropos of nothing. Yeah. He's like, what are you getting? Steak? Anyways, kill me. No, he literally (laughs) is like that. He's like, well, if I had to do that, you just pull it, turn it off, turn off. It's always great. It's always great when parents are just like, kill me. No, he's like, if anything, like I don't want to live. Like basically, he's like, if I I get a scrape on my knee, just kill me. No, I think, and I'm like, dad, I feel like that's like somewhat of like a depression thing. Yeah, that's like very depression humor. Is he medicated? No. You think he's gonna take medication? (laughs) Absolutely not. Butch, butch is not here for it. Oh, Oh, sweet little bitch. Skinny little but I'm butch. like, what am I? I'm hope that my parents don't need to go to homes or have someone else pay for their lives because honey, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, I know. I was like, like, none of me. Maybe my sister would have money. Yeah, she'd have to be the finances. She would, and I'll bring the laws. We actually already decided that the last time we were both home. I was like, my sister will pay, and yeah. I'll and I'll pull the plug. <laughs> What a great dividing of the resources. She like someone has to do it. Yeah. You know, I can pay my bills, but I can't pay for someone's 
medical well homes are expensive they're like seven thousand dollars a month but also like what's gonna happen to us when we get older uh i don't know because our generation is just choosing to like (laughs) not have kids there it's like like, no kids and no savings so like what happens do you just become homeless and then die like what is gonna happen to millennials as they age i don't know i'd rather not i would rather not think about it i want to think about it no you need to think about it so like if I never have kids, who is going to? I if we go if you get Alzheimer's, I'm going to troll the hell out of you. No, you'll just push me off a cliff. Hopefully, I'll for I'll start a Patreon, and for a thousand dollars, you can watch a live stream of me rolling Ryan off a cliff in a wheelchair. <laughs> Only a thousand? Well, I'm counting on like a lot of people. Oh, okay. I'm like Loving I'm it. counting on at least fifty people. Wanting to see me die. <laughs> Paying a thousand dollars to watch you die. Fair enough. And then that will be where I, and then I'll use that money to put myself in a home. <laughs> I feel like you're going to check into a home early. You're like uh, 50. Uh, what? <laughs> you know why? Because that's so rude. That's the meanest You're going to get a little 50, and you're going to just want to be the youngest one there. Yeah. You're going to be like the youngest, coolest one. So you're going to just check in early. I'm like, hey, guys. They're like, they're like, why are you here? You seem fine. You're like, what? I'm like, that's what you think. Yeah. You're like, stop putting labels on me. I think it could be fun to be in like a home because you have like, it's a built-in social life at the yeah. end of life. Well, no, that's what it is. It's like a high school cafeteria, but hopefully it's more friendly because people have evolved. I would want to go to like a really nice one though. Well, no shit, but they're like 10 grand a month. I know, but I'm like, I don't know. Like I really need to have like a contingency plan for aging because truly if I don't have kids, like I realize that's a reason you have, you have kids. kids. It's insurance, but it's not even insurance. Well, it's not because some, some kids will not take care of shit. you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. I give a shit. Yeah. I mean, both my parents have saved up enough money where I feel like they'd be fine in terms of like affording a home. So yeah. It wouldn't have to come out of me. But I mean, my parents, you just never know. I think your mom's going to be fine. I think my mom will be fine. I think your mom squirrels away money all the time. Yeah. I think she's smart about money. Like mother, like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, I wish she told me a thing or two, but... <laughs> What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> All right, let's get off this weird, depressing. Parents are gonna die. Talk. It's like, but we have to be real about it. Well, I know. I just like whatever. I'm like seeing my mom in like an hour. Well, I wasn't talking about your mom. I was talking about your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're gonna check into a home early. Iconic. You're gonna be like, mm. all right. What else? Um, I don't know what's going on. What? <laughs> what i don't know anything babing out this week i've had a pretty like babe exclamation point of a week oh, actually. You had your birthday. yeah i had my birthday it was really fun i tried to leave early you tried to leave early and i immediately shut shamed you down me. yeah i, I shamed you into staying ryan tried to so i had like a like i went to sir for the night before my birthday yeah which was just like a lull and mostly for listeners of like sup to hang and have a sexy unique meetup super sweet and then nice people yeah the best and then i had like a birthday dinner the next night and just like invited like 20 friends to el compadre this like mexican restaurant near nearby and ryan now does this thing where once he's done with like a situation why do you say ryan does this i've been doing that for years yeah but it's gotten worse yeah i know it's gonna be really bad as i get older 
it's like actually like it's starting to troll and it's just gonna be like i like you need to figure it out because i don't have a lot of patience for it (laughs) i'd like to leave ryan likes to leave and so he got up like like the dinner was not over and then ryan was like ryan's like pretty much over "Eh, baby i gotta go i gotta go and i was like you're (laughs) weak what are you trying to do you're trying you're leaving right now and yeah. then he was like yeah i'm gonna go and i was like no <laughs> sit back down and you're finishing the dinner and you're staying until the end you never got cake i know that's fine. weird who why why didn't you get i don't understand why you didn't get cake well was i supposed to get myself a cake i thought someone else was gonna get you the cake and then no one got you the cake and then i was like what the fuck i thought you were gonna get me a cake i thought i don't know i don't it didn't know. really bother me no one i never got any i no one sang me happy birthday this year oh are you serious which is so funny because you had such a you know what actually i did celebrate you've had such an intense birthday week you had a lot of celebrations well a week before no actual i went to sir like a week before my birthday and my friend tierney took me out and i got a piece of cake there and people saying happy birthday so that so that's that's not true i did get a happy birthday i I took you out for dinner but we didn't get like a we got cheesecake but we didn't have like a happy birthday moment no and that's fine like honestly if i can have a good birthday you felt the love this week you felt the love this Oh, I absolutely yeah. felt the love. I had one of the best birthdays I've had maybe since my 30th birthday. Yeah, I think it was a good birthday. It was a great birthday. And it also birthday. just showed how much you've grown the last year. I know. Because last year we went to Moza and you were hanging on by an emotional thread. Honey. I can't believe that was a year ago, by the way. I, I cannot, know. It feels like it was a decade ago. It scares me to think about that time. Yeah. Because that was truly, that was like maybe my most TBD yeah. phase of life so far. Yeah. But you've grown, you've honestly, like, you've, like, a phoenix rising from the ashes. Babe, it's, like, been a fucking journey. Yeah, you're in a good place. No, and I am in a good place. And my whole goal is just to, like, build off of that and, like, keep this train going. And, like, it's just crazy. Like, I had, like, such an emotional moment when I came out. Like, I've, so far, I've, like, cried, like, three times since my birthday just out of, like, gratitude. Mm -hmm. And, like, truly, like, I'm just, like. I'm just like happy that I feel happy. I know you're great. You're feeling really grateful. Uh, yeah. And it I'm sounds like, really corny, but like that, no, it, that mindset is really, really important. Yeah. And like just comparing where I was at last year with this year is like, it's night and day. Like I yeah. could not I, like last year I was like on the verge of tears all through my birthday dinner from like wanting to die. Yeah. And, like, being, like, this is pointless. I hate my life. Like, nothing is happening that right. I want. And, like, everything was, is bad. The food was good. The food was good, but everything. <laughs> but it was, like, the kind of thing where you don't even really enjoy it yeah. that much. because. It, and then I felt, like, this, oh, oh it was just, it was horrible. It was yeah. horrible. It was bad. Depression. Was, I know. Y'all, is like, not a joke. I've been feeling good this week too i feel like it's so weird i feel like i mean it sounds so corny but you can't control what happens to you but you can control your, your reaction to it mm-hmm. and i think like just just changing my prescription my lens prescription and just being like like happier grateful more grateful um i've been like on a i feel like i've had a renewed interest in fitness my fitness journey which mm-hmm. is always a big source of happiness for me because yeah. i get really excited about what my body can do mm-hmm. i told you my trainer told me like he goes you're one of the only people that i have has, who has never complained during workout yeah and i was like that's because i'm literally just like hashtag blessed to be here like i never thought my body could do anything because it had cerebral palsy so the fact that it's able to do all these things it's so thrilling to me i get so excited you should I genuinely excited. get excited you're super 
You're so strong. I know. I'm strong girl. Ryan was just like doing push-ups in my apartment the other day. Yeah. I really, my goal too is to like get stronger because I've had renewed fitness goals and dreams and have like been working out consistently for the past month. And it's like, I can just tell, like, it's, it's not even about yeah it helps my mental state but it doesn't even become about and i forget this every time because my whole thing is like i like to work really hard until things are kind of good and then i freak out that they're good and then i destroy them and so that's like my cycle always and i do that less and less as i'm getting older but i still do it so like i worked out hardcore last year and then got to a point where i was like not anymore and then just like totally fell off for like six months so well, I'm that's like, also because of money. That was a lot because of money. And yeah, it but was just like back. a whole thing. Because I mean, I could have gone for a run, but I like didn't want to do that. No, that's fair. So, that. um, so now it's like I, I work out again. And I when I'm not working out, I, vi- I become very critical of my body. And it's like I want to just like lose weight and be like as skinny as possible. And I like put a lot of stock in that. And when I'm working out, it's not about that for me. It's mm-hmm. like about becoming stronger and then everything kind of tightens up. So then it's like it, I start to really like my body the way it is. And it's just like, I'm happy that I have the body that I have. And I like, think that it looks good and I'm not trying to subscribe to like, Oh, I need to like be skinnier or whatever. Cause it's no. just like, Oh, this looks nice to me. And I like feel good in my skin. That's like how I feel too. It's so corny, but it's like my belly has never been bigger. Like I like, because I'm just like yoloing and like eating mangar- like tacos and margaritas and like not caring. I don't weigh myself anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm also just like killing it at the gym and getting stronger, which is like truly a lull to see. Cause I, I've truly never looked buffer, but like my belly has never been bigger, so it's kind of lull. Like, but it's also but one I of those kind of things, don't care. I just don't care, yeah, because I feel strong and I look good. And also, it's like one of those things that's. I mean, you and I are writers; like, we're pretty sedentary most of the day. Yeah. So it, I don't think there's a version of either of our lives where we have like a six pack. Yeah, I mean, no. I don't know. Like, no, there's no. No, for I mean, me at least, six pack is really hard. A six pack is really hard. Yeah, like to do what it takes to have a six pack. That's why it's so few people have six pack. Yeah, no, it's like if you have a six pack, you truly have no hobbies. No, your hobby is working out and, and eating. eating lettuce. Yeah, and, and like sad. lean protein. Also, like no one fucking cares. Like no, like truly, like at the end of the day, it's like if you have a little bit of a stomach, no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Your biggest thing you just is have that, to make sure that everything else looks good in your body. Just yeah. Kidding, just <laughs> But as long as like you're Ooh, feeling good, good and you're I know, it's true. looking hot and you like the way you, you look, look, then will, that's the most important thing. It will thing. translate. Again, this all sounds like cliche, but it's true, honey. Like if you, cause it's like you can be in the most amazing shape, but if you feel like a goblin, people are going to sense that and it's not going to be cute. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's all about confidence. Yeah. So <laughs> we're really just telling crazy new things <laughs> I mean, heard like, of. the thing is you should just feel good about yourself <laughs> anyways like, <laughs> so but stupid. it's true it's true you know what it's fine we're having a good week and we're feeling ourselves I know we are we're having good going weeks. into a troll Oklahoma week troll but that's fine <laughs> lol it's true but no it's fine it's gonna, gonna be fun and you know it's funny like I, i'm usually trolled by family time and i went out to, to with my family to Ventura, which um, is always a weird, fruitless journey because we go because we're nostalgic for this place that we used to live, but we also just truly don't care about it anymore. So we travel an hour, then we have lunch, and then we realize there's truly nothing to do in Ventura, so we just leave. It feels it, it happens every time. You don't go to the beach? No, we're like not a beach family. Hmm. 
So it's like it, the whole thing's point. Anyways, like ordinarily, I would have felt triggered or trolled by like this intense family time, but I didn't care this time. It kind of was like whatever. It is yeah. what it is, and I kind of just like let go and let God. <laughs> yeah, it's all about just a let go, let yeah. God. Yeah. You're kind of like, all right. Again, it's truly just adjusting the prescription mm-hmm. and just like being like, I choose to think this way about it. It's like when I went to DC and I was like, am I going to have an anxiety attack about doing all these things and being around all these disabled people and it will be overwhelming for me. And it's like, nope, like don't look at it that way. Like, yeah. You're here. You're doing good stuff. Like it'll be a really great experience. Like that's it. Yeah. And that's like kind Adjust of where I adjusted my birthday prescription. Cause before I was like, like a week or two before I was starting to get really depressed thinking about it. Cause yeah. birthdays are just like hard sometimes. Yeah. And like, and part of me was like, I don't even want to celebrate. Like I haven't planned anything. And like, and just feeling really down about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I have to change this narrative. Mm-hmm. Like, now is the time i fire up a wish list i'm gonna like get people together and like do what i want to do and it's my birthday and then i had a realization that i was like i don't care about like new year like new year's eve or like new year's resolutions really but like Mm -hmm. i really care about like i think it's really important to celebrate your birthday and like another year of life on this did you know that I, I feel like your Moza birthday was my birthday this past year. Did you know that? No. I was deeply, deeply depressed. It was going on. Did we go to Frito Misto for your birthday? No, we went to, um, we might have with my family, but, but we went to, um, what's that place? Don Antonio's on the West side. Remember that? Oh, yeah. So basically, like, I was going on week six or seven or eight of my anxiety episode mm-hmm. where I just felt like couldn't sleep and couldn't do anything and was going to work and just feeling like hell and all this stuff. And it was during a massive heat wave in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Massive. It was like truly like 110 degrees. Yeah. And we didn't like my AC wasn't really working. So I remember that weekend I was feeling deeply depressed and anxious. And obviously like when you feel that way, you feel very alone, very isolated. So the whole fanfare around my birthday felt very like it felt it made it even worse because it was so in contrast to what I was feeling. I was feeling so low mm-hmm. and I remember I was like, I was like, I couldn't sleep cause it was so hot. And like I wake up and I remember like I pulled I pulled, I remember I pulled a muscle while working out in my chest. So my oh, chest, yeah, my I chest remember hurt that. so bad. And then I got a really painful cystic like zit on my back that like actually hurt when I would um, put my back against seats. <laughs> so, so I was, my back was hurting. I pulled a chest, a, a, a chest muscle, and then it was 110 degrees. I felt so anxious and so low. And I, I truly felt so depressed and I like, it was embarrassing to even talk about. And I don't think I've even talked about it until today because mm-hmm. it was so, I felt so ashamed. And um, I remember we went to the Malibu chili cook off because it was like, we were like, well, let's go to Malibu where it's cooler. First of all, it was 100 degrees in Malibu still. It was the hottest day. It was day. the hottest day ever. We were eating chili. We ate chili. I was hot pouring day. sweat. Yeah. I looked like hell. Yeah. It was, it was, I was truly depressed that day. I, that was honestly one of the worst birthdays because I just was so depressed. And I did, like, and I, at that point, I'd been having this anxiety episode for almost two months. And yeah. It truly felt like it was never going to end. Yeah. And then it did. Like everything else ends. I know. It's like everything else. It just, oh, nothing is fucking permanent. Nothing is. Nothing is. And once you really realize that, and you only realize that, I think, through age and experience. And, you know, I'm really lucky. I have not had an anxiety episode since that one has lifted. But um, 
I feel like I've accepted if it does happen again, I kind of will be more familiar with it and less afraid. And that's so why I won't fight. Mm-hmm. Were you the one, someone I, I was having dinner with last night? Oh, Brand, my friend Brandon was saying his therapist always says, if you resist, it persists, mm-hmm. which I'm like, that's such a great way to say. And that's so mean and nutshell yeah. because I'm such a, I, I resist, I want to fight it away. I want to mm-hmm. swat it away, but that just makes it worse. So you just have to lean you into, have to lean it. into it. And you have to experience the emotions that come with it and not be afraid of them. Yeah. And then come out the other side. Yeah. You have to like birth. And again, nothing's permanent. Yeah. It will lift. It always does. You have to birth yourself through it. Yeah. Sometimes you'll be in labor for (laughs) a long time. A long time. I mean, I, my anxiety episode lasted for three months. Yeah. It was hell. But anyway. Anyways. (laughs) Better now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let's do reader mail. All right. All right. Dear Lauren Ryan. Longtime reader, thanks for all you do. Your podcast brings me a lot of joy, and your openness about your lives is really something I'm grateful for because I enjoy your laws as if they were my own. So, I'm in a very happy relationship with my boyfriend going on three years now. We have one tuxedo cat and just re-signed the lease on our place, and I really think we're making things happen. My babe question is about my past and present sexual life. When I was in my early 20s, I'm going on 30 now, I was a bit of a slut. I was happy to find myself anywhere from a sling to a group setting, sometimes both. Try anything once, am I right? Great. Since I've met my boyfriend, we've been full monogamous, and that's been great because I love him and see a future with him. But as our relationship has progressed, I'm having trouble repressing my longing for my earlier, more promiscuous days. I know that communication about these things is key, but I feel like he's not really into anything beyond monogamy, so I've been scared to bring it up. Deep down, I know I need some variety, not from an emotional standpoint, but that deep down primal sort of way. Is it babe of me to be scared to communicate this? Thank you. Love and light repressed slut. Oh my God. It's not babe. This is so up my alley. Yeah. So up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, it's not, it's not babe at all. And of course it's always a hard conversation to have. I mean, me and Jonathan still haven't figured it out because we're always constantly negotiating it and it's just not weighing there yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're not there yet, but I think it's completely normal. And I think monogamy is a trap. Yeah. And I think that, well, I think that every relationship is different. Yeah. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. And it's okay. And what's good is that you know yourself. Like, yeah. I'm hearing a lot of self-awareness and that you know what you need. So and there's that's no the guilt first... about that either. There yeah. shouldn't be. Like if you're like, if you're like, Oh my God, I love this person, but I also would like to, to like fuck like a random occasionally. I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I like, I, I didn't seem like she felt bad about that, which is great. Yeah. It's not, I think it's a he. He? Yeah. Oh my God. I was, you know what's so funny? I thought this was like a woman and I was like, yes. And of course it's just a fucking gay guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I was a, like, yes, a woman empowered. Yes. And then it's like, oh, another fucking gay guy. No, but um, like it's, it's not babe of you to be scared. It's kind of natural to be scared, but it's also a conversation that you need to have. The way that me and Jonathan have dipped our feet, as I said, we've hired a sex worker I'm allowed to have weird dalliances with sex workers. That's sort of like the way that we kind of have entered into the arrangement, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe, maybe that as like an appetizer to your open relationship could be good. Like you suggesting you have a threesome with like a sex worker or something like that. Because there's no jealousy there. There's no must. There's no fuss. They come and then they go. So. And give it time. It's not something that's going to be resolved in like one conversation. No. You know what I mean? No, it's, it's not like it's you're an have... ongoing conversation. It's checking in. It's yeah. like whatever. Like, I mean, even to Jonathan, like the other week, I was like, I wanted to hook up with this person. And I was like, 
can I hook up with him? And I mean, I have not hooked up with them, but I mean, and yeah. they might not even want to hook up with me, but like he was like, yeah. And I was like, yay. And honestly, that takes away like 80% of the itch that I need to scratch in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More. It's like, I just kind of know that maybe it it's, happen, yeah, so it's, it's like, more okay. about feeling like you have freedom to yeah, do what you want to do and have the choice instead yes. of feeling like you're trapped in like, and that makes you want to act out more. Yeah. And like, and like that, that makes you want it more. I mean, it's true. It's like psychologically, once you realize you can have it, it's like you don't want it as much because that's all you wanted was just the freedom, mm-hmm. the potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. I think you should just talk to him about it. Communication. C-U-M. Can I read the next one? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a follow-up. Hey, Ryan and Laura. Whole Foods scammer babe from episode 11 here. First, I must say that the stories and topics of this pod are so relevant to my journey that I've had to restrain myself from writing so as to not seem like a babe stalker. Mm -hmm. I, too, saw the original run of Spring Awakening high as a kite in 2007, and I have a Tracy Anderson grinder story that will give you heartburn. Mm. I also went to high school with Freckle, and I can attest that they've been a star since day one. Anyway, I'm finally writing to check in about some major babe thoughts and behaviors related to a recent breakup. I've been single for four years and I've been living, laughing, and loving with my hoe truth in DNYC. This has been a very positive experience because my last boyfriend was sexually withholding and like Ryan, I had a post-high school dry spell that lasted into my early 20s that left some emotional scars. I get it, boo. Mm-hmm. A few months ago, I met a great guy who checked off all of the boxes for me and I was considering him to be boyfriend material. We both work in healthcare. I love that. Had a great conversation, liked the same music, and the sex was on point. Yada, yada, yada. Cut to two weeks ago when he sent me a breakup text before we were supposed to have dinner. He said that he didn't feel like we had any connection and uh, that he didn't see it going anywhere. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't too upset when I first got this message because I was on my way to Soho House and thought, fuck this scrub, I'm going to go to Soho House. Hashtag justice for SATC3. Um, at first, got, oh, wait, oh yeah, yeah. After sitting with it, I thought if there was no connection between us, I must have been A, hallucinating during, hallucinating during our hangs. B, I'm socially inept and misread all the social cues. Both unlikely. I was hurt, and after some tequila and a consult with my girlfriends, I decided to be petty. Without acknowledging uh, his texts or the breakup at all, I sent him a Venmo request for a recent uh, Haim concert. Yikes. Where I brought him backstage to meet the girls. Oh, also babes from high school. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> love them. Esty. I love you. Alana. Yes. Danielle. Fuck yeah. Um, uh, in the amount of $100. The next day, he denied his request and blocked me on iMessage and all social media. <laughs> That's funny. Since then, I've been babing hard. I've sent him multiple PayPal requests for the funds. Oh. Okay. Called him out on my Insta stories. Ooh. Oh, okay. And created a fake Instagram account to send him messages about the whole ordeal. Uh, he has responded to none of it. Oh. I will likely see him in July at the T-Swift concert because we're sitting in the same <laughs> section and I'm plotting a confrontation. Oh, my God. Do I try to have a sincere conversation with him about our time together and our demise? Or do I release my inner petty bitch, demand my money, and ask him if he still cries after he gets fucked? Which really happened the last time we did the deed. In retrospect, there was some warning signs with this guy. He dyed his hair blonde after our first date. Ugh. And he loved photographing flowers for, with his Sir camera, Vom. Oh, wait, with his, oh, sorry. And he loved photographing flowers with his SLR camera. I read that as sir. <laughs> I know, it looked like Lol. Um, what do you babes think? Do I go high or low when, if I see him? Should I continue to insta-troll him? I don't really need the money for the concert ticket, but I'm feeling gaslit by the whole experience and his claim that we had no connection. I want to have the last word, however petty and venomous it may be. 
While I'm checking in, I should share, I should share that my Whole Foods skincare scamming has decreased significantly since I've been uh, simplified my regimen to cleansing and masking with manuka honey and moisturizing with pure aloe gel. Ooh, I like that. I want to try that. And the Embryos moisturizer another reader shared about. Scamming is fun, but gets tiring after a while. And if I still went to the Kabbalah Center, my teacher would greatly disapprove of it. Keeping up the good work, lol, angels. And I hope to meet you soon at a random house party in Silver Lake where all great meetings happen. Okay, listen, here's the deal. I love you. You sound great. What you're doing is fucking crazy. What you're doing is crazy and you, you need, need to stop. stop. You you're need to harassing. Stop. That's harassing. That's harassment. That's harassment. Yeah. I mean, I'm having babe. a babe intervention with you. Yeah. That's like, put down the phone. It's so not step chic. Step away. It's, it's not crazy. chic. And you're going to regret it if you don't already. I mean, look, I get it. I've truly <sighs> been there where I dated someone that I thought like things were good and we were vibing and then got ghosted. And it sucks. Like, there's no way around that. Weirdly, those are like more hurtful breakups than okay, like. You're still not over it. No, I'm not over it. Like I'll hold on to this. Like, but you get you gain nothing by being Tom Petty about it, though. No, nothing. you do not. And like, you, and also like hurt people, hurt people. So it tracks what he's doing. Like mm-hmm. if you're hurt, like whatever. Like that's that's the way you feel like you can exert some power over a situation where you feel like you've completely lost control. But it is. It's just not. It's not great. It's not a good look and it's not nice. And you have to understand like this guy, I mean, also if he like cried after the last time you guys had sex, he might be dealing with some stuff that you are not aware of. Like it might not have much to do with you at all. Yeah. And he might just have intimacy issues and you need to like kind of respect that and like understand that he's going through his own journey and that you attacking him is not making anything better. Mm -hmm. And you're also not gaining anything from it either. It's a lose lose. Yeah. It's like, it's just not a good sitch for either of you. Yeah. So I think you just have to, to be respectful of him and like take these problems to your therapist yeah that's what it is and it's like the- and like work through it and i'm so, like the lack of closure is so annoying and i feel that like fully honestly you should send him like a letter where you're actually instead of being mean and cyberbullying him you should send him a letter where you just feel vulnerable and like you're just like look I'm really sorry for what I did. I'm sorry for, you know, spamming your thing about the money requests, whatever. I think the underneath to all of this is that I just feel hurt and confused. And I really thought we had something and that's how I feel. And I know it sounds corny, but I feel like by just releasing that, I feel like you're going to feel better. Yeah. Because what what, it sounds like what you want is for him to engage with you. Of course. But But you're you're going about it in a way that's like not going to get you your desired outcome. But if you're vulnerable with him, you might. And if just saying that, just writing that is going to be therapeutic. I agree. Even if you feel too scared to send the email, I would write out everything that you feel. It really helps. And stop Stop. harassing this person. Yeah. It's like not cool. It's not. I Sorry, love you, love you, love and light. Also, love the Heim sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle, Esther, Alana, Alana. Oh my God, San Fernando Valley, yes. Oh my God, Studio City, diners, little doms, woo. Yeah, I need to get a manuka honey. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I w- I'm really into that skincare regime. You're a babe on the inside, but you're being a babe on the, on the outside. outside. PayPal? Mm-mm. PayPal, honey. Once you go to PayPal, that's babe Once you go to babe pal. <laughs> honey, you need to step away. Creating a fake Instagram. To like, harass, no. not chic. Honey, no. come on. Come on. You're better than this. You're better than this. 
Hey, Lauren Ryan. I'm a big fan of all your creative work, pods, videos, writing, etc., and your personal journeys. I'm not the type of person that knows how to comfort my friends in a time of need. Mostly I get drunk and hope for the best. But y'all seem like you are, so I'm coming to you in effort to grow and possibly learn something. I have a friend who is in a year-long relationship with a married politician. I was the only person she told about this relationship, and boy, it was a babe journey of ups and downs. From my perspective, he completely manipulated her into believing that he was going to leave his wife for her. He would continuously tell her small lies about the status of his marriage, and when she discovered them to be untrue, they would have these awful fights, break up, and then a couple of days later, he would promise her marriage in a couple years, and they would get back together. It was taking such a toll on her mental and physical health and was becoming difficult to offer any helpful advice. Anyways, he ended it for good, chose to stay with the wife, and she has confessed to me that she's starting to slip into what Lara would call a dark K-hole of depression. Her heart is truly broken and all I want to do is comfort her, help her realize she's just amazing, that this guy is an asshole, and see that her potential is so much more than dating a married guy. But all my efforts have proven to be futile. So any books, articles, TED Talks, words of advice, etc. would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Um, hmm. I, I actually I hate getting uh, breakup advice emails because I just don't. I don't know. I mean, it's like, like, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously all as a friend, all you can do is just be there for this person. Yeah. And then also be there to be there, like in touch with reality when they feel like they're kind of losing it a mm-hmm. little bit and like bringing them back up from the K hole depression. Yeah. I don't know. What do I do when you're depressed? <laughs> I mean, you would just tell me to get on medication. Yeah. I would tell you to get on medication. all. The and time. then I would just be like, Okay. And then I wouldn't do it. So honestly, there's nothing you can do that's going to like change this person's, like no. your friend's outlook on life or anything. Like she has to do that for herself. Exactly. And so all you, you can, can make really gentle do, suggestions, but that's it. Yeah. is like be there for her and just like understand that she's going through it and that she's going to get through it eventually, but on maybe, her own terms. Maybe you need a girl's trip. Yeah, maybe a girl's trip would be good. Yeah. That's always fun to get away for a while, yeah. even if it's just like a daytime hang. I always love a, a getaway. Yeah, you do. I do love a getaway. You would get away to anywhere. Oh, totally. Yeah. But like I'm thinking when I went through my last big breakup, we did a getaway to Ojai for a day and it was really fun. Oh, yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Distractions just, are nice. Distractions are nice. And like, and knowing that you're loved and supported is always a nice feeling, especially when you're feeling unlovable. Which yeah. That's what and, someone feels like after a breakup. Mm-hmm. And if your friend, like when I'm going through it, all I want is to like, be able to spend like quality time with my friends. Yeah. So, but also your friend should probably be in therapy. Just saying what her friend should probably be in therapy. Yeah. She should definitely see a therapist because this relation with the politician, it's like when you're, allowing yourself to be in that unhealthy relationship there's obviously issues of self-worth going on and all that stuff yeah yeah so i would maybe recommend to your friend like find therapy there's like affordable therapy list just to like get her through the breakup and if you really are concerned about her like yeah (laughs) but i don't know these things just take time they do but again therapy is good because i feel like when if you're someone who's in that unhealthy relationship typically patterns kind of repeat themselves yeah Um, so it's like fix whatever try and heal whatever it was that made her feel like she should date this married guy and believe things that he said 
Because that's a classic Nunca. And be grateful that you're not her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That too. (laughs) Should I read this one? Yeah. Subject is very TBD. Hi, Ryan and Laura. I'm currently babying out in my bedroom. I'm eating raisin bran out of an already used cereal bowl. Uh, I'm not an 87-year-old man looking for more fiber in his diet. I'm a 23-year-old absolute mess. Well, that tracks. Who's not an absolute mess at 23? I haven't been able to stop thinking about this picture that I saw recently on Tumblr of Barack Obama walking into a room to find Yoda hanging from the ceiling. Very me, very TBD. I wrote in recently about being obsessed with Vergie's truly inspirational journey of national (laughs) anthem performance, which fills the thigh thoughts at least once a day. I'm high on a double dose of melatonin with Cupcake's deep throat blasting in the background. I haven't been able to stop thinking about this picture that I saw on Tumblr recently, recently of my one and only... Wait. Sh- oh, this is like a repeat. They say it twice. Okay. <laughs> so wait. they repeat the same thing. Okay. So then... Okay. Um, <laughs> this person wow. is very TBD. Also, okay, this person's So high. just keep going. Okay. So uh, I, I haven't been able to stop thinking. I haven't been able to stop thinking about this picture that I saw on Tumblr recently of my one and only Barack Obama walking into a room to find Yoda hanging from the ceiling. All I could think of while looking at the picture was me, but not in a bad way, just in a, like, um, I'm fully coming out of my body way. Honey. You, have either of you been offered money for sex? I was once offered $2,000, but regretfully didn't take it because I thought I had self-respect. But all of that was lost when, on the same day, I saw my best friend's brother stab someone in the street, and I went to Costco with cum dripping down my leg because I thought it was cool because I had cum dripping out of my gaping ass, but hadn't trained myself how to suck it in yet. Thanks. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm calling the police. I think this person's just high. I mean, he says he's high. I'm fr- I'm freaked out. I know. It's I'm a like, weird email. are you okay? Yeah. This is a... Sometimes Laura and I get, it's too dark for us to take on. <laughs> and we love you. This email has we, everything. It has a meme that to me was not that funny, but I understand like why you're lolling. I love repeated, his passion for Fergie. He also repeated You repeated the, the same Barack Obama thing in the same paragraph. Then you revealed that your best friend's brother stabbed someone. Costco. At Costco? He had cum dripping down his leg. He also got offered $2,000 for sex. Okay, I would think if you're ever offered money for sex, take, take it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say advice. no. Would you do that? If someone offered me $2,000? Well, yeah, but what if it's someone that's not chic? Oh, no. I'm saying if I was already into like a consensual relationship, yeah, like, and then the person I wanted to fuck was like, can I pay you to fuck me? I'd be like, hell to the yes. Right. You absolutely can. My Venmo's Lars Marie. Like, let's do this. I'm like, honey, I'm looking him up. I know this is bad. I'm sorry. I'm looking him up. We're looking him up. Yeah. I don't. We're just doing. This is a babe. You know, when you call the police to go do a wellness check, I don't we're doing a babe her. wellness check. Him. I don't. It's a woman. I don't know. This can't be her. No. 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 I know we want to, I kind of do want to do a check-in. Can you look up from the email address? Um, no. On Instagram, can you do that? I don't know. I don't think so. What if it's this person? Oh my God. A plastic (laughs) surgeon. LOL. I would die. That would be amazing. No, it's definitely a guy too, by the way. What if it's this person? Definitely With a Bible verse in their bio. A Bible verse, yeah. No, definitely not him. We're trying to find him. We're trying to find him, but who knows? There's 
This is a this is TBD. Yeah, and I hope that you're just high and this is like yeah, it's just high. Okay, cool. Yeah, God bless. Well, did you ever learn how to suck come into your ass? No. Okay. I didn't know I had to. (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, I don't care if it's like dripping. Whatever. Okay. Well. I guess that ends our re- uh, that's, that's that's it. it. I, I don't we really gotta know stop. Yeah, we gotta stop yeah, now. There's gotta, nowhere like, to go got, from there. We gotta collect ourselves. I have to. I have some manuka honey to, that I need yeah. to purchase. Like, yeah. yeah. But we love you. We love you. Oh, okay. So donate to our Patreon. Um, the merch is dropping. Like, blah, blah, blah. the merch <laughs> it's dropped is is dropped. Yeah, it's for dropped? Patreon subscribers. Oh, it's well, out already. When this is oh right. I get confused. Ryan, well, we always say that, but I know we always, we always we've said that, that three times, but this time, <laughs> third time's a charm. Yeah. So if you're a Patreon member, you should go to patreon.com slash babe podcast and you'll get all the info you need to like be able to pre-order the merch. And if you're not, you're shit out of luck. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Well, but we'll be opening it up yeah. for sales eventually, but we're doing our first run patrons only. Yeah. So, all right. Follow us on Instagram at babe podcast. Write us questions, babe podcast at gmail.com and check oh. out babepodcast.com for my Amazon wish list. I mentioned that we were going to Provincetown on the Instagram live and people were excited. Love. And it's because some of them lived in Massachusetts. One of them lived in Truro, which is the town over from Provincetown. So I think we could actually do like a mini babe meetup. We could do a P town meetup. Oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. So if you're in p-town or the surrounding area june 23rd to the 30th me and laura will be there and we should get a date going yeah can, like do something i'm so down all right that sounds chic all right guys all right love you love and light bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.